1: After issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel.
2: Look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
3: Hey, this is Ryan Hollins, and you are listening to NBA Rookie Life, man. And I'ma let you know, man, this is one of my funnest episodes on the show, man. I sat down with my guy, Cure Rich. And on the run out, here comes Richardson, one man to beat. The the glass for the slam. And for those who don't know, man, me and Q and Rich actually go back. We have an intriguing relationship, man. It all started off, I was a young guy, uh, I was at UCLA at the time, Q was in the league, and I remember these are one of my first experiences going into the gym, not just any gym, playing in L.A., the mecca of all gyms, with all of the current NBA players. You had two, three courts full of NBA stars going. I, I mean, Shaq would pop in, uh, Baron Davis prime, Baron Davis, Paul Pierce. You had all these guys, Sean Marion, Joe Johnson. You had a, a gym full of guys. Uh, Ricky Davis prime. These guys are in their prime. You know, a number of all-stars would come in. And I remember this one time I, I go in the gym, Q's in there. Now, keep in mind, Q Rich is a, a, a legend outside of Richardson for three keep that in mind all right I knew him from his clipper days and Khalid Q Rich has a bit of a reputation of hey man don't mess with Q Rich all right don't mess with it that's not the guy you don't want to pick an argument with that guy and my first time in this gym Q Rich is holding his own he's doing his thing and he's going head up with Paul Pierce And he and Paul Pierce proceed to get into it. And it got very, very loud. And not only, this is old school basketball. I miss this basketball where guys played and competed and nothing got crazy, nobody fought. But the level of competition that spurred into the gym, we were all stopping our game from our court to look over on that court and going, oh my goodness, Paul. Is going at it with Q, and Paul is a bad man. He's an all-star at the time. Q Rich is a monster, and we were like, man, we don't know if if Paul wants a piece of this one, man. We love Paul. This is our guy. We don't know if he wants a piece of this, but this ended up being a heavyweight bout. So, needless to say, I knew Paul because Paul would come to gym all time. I didn't know Q, but I was like, man, I... I don't fear nobody. I might have a little bit of fear. I might be scared of this dude right here. This dude is nuts. You didn't want no piece of Q Risk. He's from Chicago. You don't know what he's capable of, man. He's in LA and he's letting the whole gym have it. So uh, you know, I, I know Q. I, I kind of see him. Don't interact with him. I'm scared of Q. You know, so years later go by. As a matter of fact, his whole NBA career goes by. My whole NBA career goes by. We are at the big three. And as we're sitting there at the big three, I'm walking. And um, I'm seeing a lot of my, my my former guys, man, at the big three. That's what's beautiful about that big three experience. And I've run into Q Rich. And when I run into Q Rich, man, I'm a little nervous, man, because he got that reputation. We bring it up and we start talking, and I go, "Man, I man, I was scared of you, dog. You like a you, you like a, it was like Mike Tyson in his prime, walking around. You was like a, a pit bull off the leash, man. Then nobody, hey, 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 hey you, you got it, Q. You got it, all right. You know. And we started talking, man. I was like, man, this guy is cool as the other side of the pillow, man. This is a good dude right here. And we chopped it up, man. And you know, we definitely had a mutual respect for him. I, I, I was with him, but I was like, man, this guy's a whole lot nicer, man. A whole lot friendlier than I thought because I saw him. I I saw him in war mode. I saw Chicago Q. That's what we like to call it. I saw Chicago Q. I saw war mode. And then Q Rich came along as this time I'm getting into broadcasting. Q Rich, Q was actually coming out of, people don't know, he worked um, in the front office for the Detroit Pistons. He did an excellent job there. And uh, people don't know that about Q. So I am working for the Clippers. I'm doing like a pre and post uh, working for the team and doing my broadcasting thing. And Q comes in. And when Q comes into the game, because he's going to do something for us pre and post, he's just kind of wandering around the media room. And I'm like, how they got Q Rich just meandering around the, 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 the room, man? This is crazy. He's got this suit and tie on because he's going he's gonna to come on the show. He's going to do a segment with us, man. And he was just started, I guess he decided to kind of flirt with broadcasting. You know, try this out, you know. And um, I remember just sitting down and telling them like, hey man, the food is over here. We're gonna go here. You're gonna come meet up here, follow me, you and me, man. Cause I'm like, man, this dude is a legend right here, especially, you know, with the Clippers in LA. And we're just sitting there and we're chopping it up and, and, and we're talking, man. And for those who don't know, for us former players that go out into the media world, there's no template, you know, to, to do it. And if you weren't uh NBA all-star or whatever, they just treat you, you're just somebody else on the other side. So we hit off and we're talking. This is before Knuckleheads, before any of this was kind of out and happening. And Q does a segment there and everything works out and we, we keep in touch and we connect and, you know, that relationship is growing. And I was approached about a show that was coming out through Turner Sports um, and Yahoo Connected and they were going to have, you know, kind of breaking down the NBA. You fly out to Atlanta and I had locked in to do this show with NBA TV. I was doing ESPN at the time. I was doing Fox. I was just in just any and everywhere at the moment. And um, within the show, you kind of paired off in partners. I think Gary Payton uh, was a part of it. If I'm not mistaken, but Kenya Martin may have been a part of it. Vincent Goodwill, Ross Gold on A, a lot of people there. And at the last second, we look up, I don't have a partner. They call in Q Rich. So the next thing you know, me and Q Rich, who's just gotten into broadcasting, have partnered up on this show at Call to Bounce via Turner Sports. So we fly out to Atlanta and we do the show, man. And our relationship continued to build, man. We became not just friends, but brothers, because every single day we're kicking it. We're talking NBA. But, man, me and this dude, we were spending a lot of time together. And I think to see somebody that has a love for their family, who is real behind the scenes, who's organic, who treats everybody the same, whether they, you're the janitor in the arena, you're the owner of the whole building Q Quentin Richards is gonna treat you the exact same man. So this guy has been my brother from day one. So for, for me to have him on NBA Rookie Life and having to see, be able to chance, being an LA kid to see him as a rookie and all this come full circle, man, and sit down with him, I'm telling you right now, we are in store for an amazing, amazing episode. After the break, we're talking with Q Rich about rookie news from this week and the rising stars player
0: pool in this week's hottest highlights. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks, only on DraftKings. The crown is yours.
1: Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com/bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
2: Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a
3: How is everybody doing? We want to welcome you into NBA Rookie Life with Ryan Hollins, man. And listen, this is a very special episode. This ain't my homie. This ain't my dog. This is my brother here right now. Listen, he is a NBA three-point champion. Aint many of those. A National Freshman of the Year, Conference USA Player of the Year, two-time first team All-Conference USA, and a Mickey D's, a Mickey D's All-American, man. None other than Head taps, knuckleheads. Oh, man, my dog, Quentin Richardson. Q, what's up with your boy? Hey, man, appreciate you having me, bro. Appreciate you having me. Nah, man, first, I appreciate you for coming through, man. Now, Q, we want to do something fun with you. We know you're a great analyst, and we want you to break down a little play, man. Our guy, Tari Eason, had a sequence last night. Boy, got a battery in this pack, boy. He got a he motor. He has a back crazy motor. <laughs> yeah, he got a crazy motor. Let's see. Now, Q, man, I know you do a great job with the magic. I'm 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 a Rockets guy. Okay, forgive me. So I gotta bring you. Come on, show us some love. We've done, done Apollo a few times now on this. You gotta rock with it. Yeah, I want you to break down this play from Tar Easton, man. This is one of the most grinding this, gritty, hustling plays we've seen, man. Run this clip and tell me what you see, Q
5: all right he's playing josh giddy switched out oh gets a good block that's athletic just just being a in the right place oh shangun oh there's missed. miss effort
3: effort
5: <laughs> <laughs> bro he's like one on three one on four bro this is this is this right here just tells you rebounding and it's all about wanting and wanting it better than the other person and just effort.
0: Ball is loose, KJ Martin had clock. Ball picked up there by OKC. No,
3: it. It oh oh no.
5: Like I've always believed that, like Ryan, you know me, I love dudes that gonna go that extra amount to just play. He has a motor. This dude is going to play hard regardless. You could put him in, you could bring, call him up to the park. He one of them dudes, bro. It could be, you need, you got nine, you need one. He going to be coming from the store or something and he got his gear on. He'll come out there and he about to play hard as ever. You know what I'm saying? About to get you about 13, 14 boys. But that play right there, that was just, I wanted better than any of y'all in the blue shirts and I could prove it. And he did and ended up with an N1. Like how many total rebounds did he get on that whole play? How many did he get credited for? <laughs>
3: I I think he got at least four or five on the possession. He had 12 offensive rebounds. So he's up there. I think he tied a rookie record with Hakeem Elijah. He tied 12 offensive rebounds. And listen, my man just got the news that, you know, we'll we'll see if he makes it into the rookie challenge or not. But he got the news that he wasn't in. And Q, I know you love that. This is how he responds. You know, a lot of dudes soak. This is how he responded. Hey, listen, this is the, always the right response to come out and go
5: crazy. I don't care if it's for, whatever you getting snubbed for, always take it out on the court, man. Don't, don't do no sucker stuff talking about who did and hating on nobody because they ain't do it to you. They ain't the voters and all that, man. Come out and hoop. Let your game speak for itself. You ain't gotta take nobody off that list to be able to say that you belong. You ain't gotta say, take this person off and do mm. this, that. Just, just show that you belong, young fella. All y'all out there, I like, don't talk about nobody else. Just go out there and do your thing. And When you do your thing, it's gonna show up and it's gonna shine enough.
3: I, I wanna ask you, man, you do a good job breaking down the league. You know, you work with the Orlando Magic, do a great job there also, man. Um, Is there anybody from this Rising Stars Challenge that you're looking out for? Anybody surprise you? What are you looking for? And you got you got your guy Paolo, Jalen Dern in there, A.J. Griffin, Jaden Ivey, our guy Walker Kessler, who killed it, and you interviewed. You actually interviewed a lot of these guys for the draft. Shout out to New Era, by the way. Keegan Murray, Andrew Nimhard, Jabari Smith Jr., that's my guy. New Era partner. Uh-huh. New Era partner. Yes, sir.
5: You know, shout out to Sh- J- Josh the, and the crew, the, you know.
3: The Sohan, Jeremy Sohan, Mr. Rodman himself, uh, and Jalen Williams. Anybody surprised you on that list?
5: I don't want to say surprise. I can say who I, who who the guys that excite me, man. Like all of those guys excite me, and I and I like them. The the, the I, well, actually, I will say the surprise to me was So Sohan. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Wave him off. Good work. Whew. Draws the double
3: team that leaves Sohan open. Could make a pay coming underneath Collins to Sohan.
5: The destroyer. He is nice. I like him. Like I, I didn't know, like, you know, somebody dying in here, so I didn't know if he was a gimmick or whatever. I didn't pay. I seen him at Baylor, but I didn't pay close attention to him at all like that. But I had to I had to call about two or three of their games in a row. I had an NBA Hooper Vision game, then a Clippers game back to back, and I was just like, yo. Buddy is a hybrid defender. He go on multiple defense yep. uh the uh positions. And not only that, like offensively, he got a he got a he got a little toolbox Absolutely. with him. He could do some stuff. I was like, yo, he is nice, high motor. Like I say, uh-oh, Pop got a nice one. I yeah, wanna see what where he turns. So I will say he was a surprise for me, but uh Everybody know the rookie of you, Paolo, man. <laughs> oh, picked
3: up by Caro,
5: Paolo up the back of heart and down and through with a two-handed jam. He's putting on a show. Paolo, that bad boy down here in Orlando, I get to see way too often. That man, he, listen, he got all of it. He got everything. He can, he can, and the thing that's most impressive about him at 6'10", like, because he a legit 6'10". Is that his his handle? His handle. He could go get a bucket on his own. You could put him out there and don't run nothing, and he gonna go get a bucket. And like when I say individual one on one game, like he giving people the business. His pull up mid range game mm. way more mature than he is. Way years ahead of them him being a rookie. And like he hitting it on good defensive players because he bigger than them. And then just like to have that ball handling ability and and be able to do what he is. And then he he gets to the line, bro. Like that's what lets you know he's a he's a bucket. When you know guys that could get to the free throw line, he's had games with 13, 14 free throws. He averages at least seven or six or eight or something. Like he's one of the, he's gotta be like the top rookie in free throw shooting and attempts at least. And then he shoots free throws well, shoots at a high percentage. But um, who else do I like, man, out there? Uh, Ivy, Ke- oh no, j Jay Ivy, I like a lot in Detroit, but I'm gonna tell you probably, probably yeah, is, mm. Yeah, he a boy. He, he <laughs> yeah. definitely going to be first-team <laughs> yeah. all-rookie. Like if it was not for Paolo, he might be rookie of the year, for real, yeah, for yeah. real. That boy Cole, I like him. I like I like everything about him. He got the size, the athleticism. His shot going to keep getting better, even though he's shooting threes right now. But it's going to get yeah, way exactly. better as he, you know, spend more time in the league. But Santa Clara's Jalen Williams. Just bro. saw him last night.
0: Oh, oh look,
1: look at Tari. William's it from him. Oh, oh Williams blocks
5: it back to end the half. Listen, bro. Listen, bro, I got, he wanted of the kids, I got to interview him at the, at the draft. Shout out to, he had the, he had the Deion Sanders hoop, uh, little cross yeah, yeah, yeah. ring dangling. Boy had a fly Gucci suit on, whole suit was Gucci. I see you young fella, new money, but listen, gang. Yes, nice. Boy got the crazy like seven four seven five wingspan, and he out there, nice. He like he he could I feel like he could he could initiate offense, but they got obviously they got guards and Shea and and, and um Giddy, but to me that boy could play one through three, and then you know some four if you wanted them to, because that here big
3: guard that's gifted. That, that's why okay, see, sneaky for the future. That's why they sneaky for the future. They got a lot of bigs. That, they got bigs that shoot, they are sneaky. and they got wings that can, like you said, initiate offense. They got three, four guys. You can run it with
5: Jalen Williams is gonna be nice, bro. I feel like he gonna have a bright, bright future. Kid is tough. I didn't, I didn't get to see them play a lot between, you know, doing the Magic games, Hooper Vision and, and Ball Vision. Like I got to see this kid. I, I'm, I'm impressed.
3: Coming up next, Q Rich is sharing some of his favorite rookie moments. Stay tuned.
0: The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks only on DraftKings. The crown is yours.
1: Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler or in West Virginia, visit www.1800Gambler.net. In New York, call 8778 HOPENY or text HOPENY 467369. In Connecticut, Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
2: Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a
3: Man, we, we got to get into it, man. You were the 18th pick in the 2000 draft, man. Good evening and welcome to the 2000 NBA draft at the Target Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. What was that like? And take me through draft day. What was draft day? <laughs> like, 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 who are you with? Were you a, a green room guy who, who went to the draft with you, who who was around? Talk me through that experience, man. And, and was it like, man, I'm, I'm about to be number one in this bad boy. Were you mad? I, I came out the draft with a chip on my shoulder, dog. You know me. You, you always <laughs> on my head. I had a chip on my shoulder. <laughs> but take me through that day. Who were you with? Who'd you walk in with? Feelings, emotions, man. Were, were you cocky Q back then? Were you chill Q? What, what, what's going on, man? Let me get the story. <laughs>
5: So, first of all, fortunately, I was blessed enough to be a, a green room guy. Ooh. I did go to the actual draft. <laughs> I drafted back then. This was before it was just in New York City every year. It used to move around. So, this particular uh-huh. year was in Minneapolis, Minnesota, at the, uh, at the Target Center. So, uh, I went out there with my family, took my stepmom, pop, sister, bros. You know, then a couple of my, uh, you know, my best friends, still my best friends to this day. Now, uh, did you
3: pay for anybody or NBA paid for that?
5: No, 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 that's, you know, we footing that bill. Fortunately, I had great representation, so I wasn't spending <laughs> money I didn't have already. I, you know, <laughs> shout out to Jeff Wexler. Thanks. Had already secured me and D-Miles upper deck, you know, card deal, nice, nice card deals that will, you Ooh. know, sustain us over the summer and, um, you know, had us situated, so. You know, we had a couple of little deals in place. So we we were able to take care of our family. We had, you know, everybody come down. D Miles had his mom and his his fam come down. So, you know, we down there, dog. We we in we in Minnesota. We about to kick it, have a good time. But uh for me, you know, I wasn't expected to be the you know the top pick or anything like that. For me, it was it was definitely a lot more murky for uh than than D Miles. He was expected to go on the top three, four picks, four yes. short, no later, you know, really literally no later than three or four, or whatever. But uh, for me, I was, in that, I was in that range where it's like you could go as high as like 10 or you could go as low as like 22. So hold on, bro. You and D. Miles knew each other even before the draft, before all this? I mean, D. Miles played AU together, Chicago Warriors, what well, Illinois Warriors. So you know, uh, D. Miles is from East St. Louis. Yes. So he was one of the uh, guys that was downstate our AU coach Larry Butler. You know, he was always looking around trying to add to our team, and um, he met him at one of his uh, spotlight events, and then you know he next thing you know he joined, he brought him down to join the team. So you know, East St. Louis from Chicago is like three three hours or more. And so when he would come to play on the team and be, he would stay stay at my house, you know, cause it wasn't like he was going Word. back and forth. We had a weekend tournament. So like, yeah, me, and, I met Darius when he's in eighth grade. I was a sophomore, junior. Hold on, man. Who, who was on this team? I don't know, we was crewed up, bro. I mean, it depends on which year, but over the years, you know, uh, Bobby Simmons, Corey McGetty, Frank yes. Williams, uh, you know, we we was we was like that. And then yeah, my like boys, you know, the our main core was the guys that, you know, really that out that are my, my best friends, like, you know, uh Cordell Henry, Dennis Gates, Rod Thompson, Brian Wardle, who's now a coach, Dennis Gates is now a coach in in college. And um, you know, we were the, really the core of the team, but we added, you know, added and subtracted different guys over the years, but we yeah, Illinois Warriors, LB, Larry Butler held it down for a long time. We was, we, was, we was all letting it in the shot. But, uh, yeah, so we we that's what me and D-Miles met, man. That's, that was the crazy thing about us, you know, developing this relationship. And, you know, I'll go to college, and I'm still coming back to the program and seeing them play at different places. And then, you know, he goes, and when, he, when it's time I go to my sophomore year, I could have left my freshman year, but I come back. And that turned out to be Darius's senior year. And over the course of that senior year, man, like I remember he came to DePaul to visit, you know, school and I'm his host <laughs> and I'm sitting here looking at him like, "Bro, no way. Like, all right, we got this little high <laughs> 150 bucks for the weekend, what we about to do? But no way, bro, like you out of yeah, here, I'm telling no. him. Like at this point he's at East Side High, and he's St. Louis, and man, he's posting quadruple doubles, quintuple doubles, and like he's <laughs> going crazy out there. And he was like, he was a one man show, playing like every position. And he, same thing you saw when you got to the league. Imagine just putting that in high school. He was the 6'9, stupid, crazy wingspan, crossing people, dunking on people, blocking shots. Elamine
1: on the steal, three on one. <laughs> Thank you, Darius Miles. <laughs> getting it back on the turnover. And Miles scores again, Miles and Miles again, Darius Miles.
5: Just doing everything, so it was like, when I told him, I was like, bro, you got, no, no. like, And I was like, yeah. I'm gonna introduce you <laughs> to the agent that I'm meeting with now. And that was how we ended up going with the same agent. We both had Jeff Wexler, our entire career still our guy now to this wow. day, that's like family. You know what I'm saying? It ain't forget agent and all that. That's like family for for me. You know what I'm saying? Jeff is like like a big brother slash like big brother figure. It then then helped us and helped me to so much game, bro. But back to the draft. Jeff is there with us. David Falk, at the time we were SFX. So David Falk was like the the big guy at the company. And you know he had all all the other agents and Jeff yes. was one of the guys. But he was, Jeff was always our our agent, you know, David Falk was never, he was, the, you know, the, I guess the big big guy of the company, but our personal guy was always Jeff. So that's, you know, that's that's our, that's our my man. So we there and the whole time, you know, I'm knowing. The other thing that was crazy for me, I worked out for the, the Celtics had like two or three picks. So I don't know how many picks they had, but they had some picks, multiple or back-to-back picks in that draft or something. And they, I worked out for them three times, bro, leading up to the draft. You know, we had a workout. So I worked out for them three different times. We get to the night before the draft. They trying to have me come, uh, have a do like a meeting and do another workout with them. Patino and Jim O'Brien and all. I'm like, man, no.
3: Nah. Was, this, was this Anton Walker, Derek, Derek, uh, Derek Anderson? Cel- Who was Celtics was this? Well, yeah, no,
5: D.A. was never there. That was Kentucky, but yeah. Yeah, yes, yes. Uh, he was, uh, Twan, Cybertron's definitely there. Cybertron, Cybertron, Cybertron was young boy there, yes. you know, they, they had, yeah, Cybertuan was the man at this point. And Twan slides by <laughs> Now gets to Walker, he'll take, and make. But it still was like, nah, we're not going to do another workout the night before. <laughs> so, you know, we get that, man, but the, but the whole... The whole everything was dope, bro. You wake up, you be like, you stupid, dumb, nervous. Cause it's it's like, finally it's now it's today. And it's like, you know, you got your little suit, your clothes, you got to do a couple of things, but Then it's time to like, put on your suit, go get on, you gotta get on, we gotta get on the bus. They are gonna bus us all over together. And you know, you get on the bus, all other draft picks, draftees, they sitting there. Who's the other big names? You black and who else? Who's the other big names in the draft? Nah, the big name was Kmart. Kmart was the number one overall pick.
3: With the first pick in the 2000 NBA draft, the New Jersey Nets select Kenyon Martin from the University of Cincinnati.
5: But so he, he had just went crazy, was national player of the year at Cincinnati his senior year. And uh, that was when he had hurt his leg in a, in a tournament. But he still yep. was the overall consensus. He was the dude. Him, you had Stromile Swift, who was a high pick. He was like three or something. And um, Mike Miller was the number five pick. Yes. He won rookie of the year that year. Uh Mike red was actually second round, and he was like you know that. one of the one of the biggest names out of our draft, but then you had you had young mall, you had Maul Crawford who only what? played like Ma ten games a... at Michigan. <sighs> Maul was in it mall was a was a mall was like a, at the time he was an anomaly because he had only played ten games or something like that in college at Michigan and then he left school. And so they had, it was like, you know, all of that, we don't know, and we don't have a lot yeah. of tape. So he actually was one of the guys that went to the NBA combine in Chicago and played. Wow. And you already know, oh, dude. A, he hey. murdered everybody. <laughs> and so he went from kind of like in the middle to the unknown ground to like, he ended up getting picked either seven or eight. I can't remember him and Chris Mim got traded. So whichever pick Jamal was, Chris Mim. Now, was. did you play in Chicago or no?
3: No, nah, no. For those who don't know for pre-draft, a lot of guys go there to prove themselves. And if you proved yourself and your stock was high enough, you didn't go play. So Q didn't play. I act, Super random. I skipped it too, bro. I kid you not. I had to work. I skipped it too. It worked out for me, but I skipped it too. A lot of guys don't play.
5: I wasn't even a top pick, but it still wasn't like I, I I felt, you know, my Jeff and all of us felt that I had done enough not to have to participate in that, even though I wasn't a, a top pick overall like that situation. But um. So we get there, man. We get there, you kicking it with everybody. And it's kind of like, you know, then you got to go do take pictures and do different things and you know, all of that stuff. So all of that stuff is cool, man. Then you you actually got to go sit at the table. You sit down with your family. You see where everybody's sitting. It was dope, man. D-Miles table was literally right next to mine. I Like it, we got Damn. pictures to this day on t-shirts and stuff of me holding the camcorder and slapping fire with him while he right here. This is before it start. And so, man, it's like the dope thing for, you know, D-Miles came off the board quick. I can't, I think he was four, was he three or four? He was one yeah, of them Next two. KG,
3: bro. Next
5: KG. Right. So, But we knew that was happening. And it was like, boom, we was, you know, we all celebrated, me and him dapped up, shook up. You know what I'm saying? He go up there, shakes David Stern's hand.
0: In the 2000
3: NBA draft, the Los Angeles Clippers select Darius Miles of East St. Louis High School. I
5: remember when that happened, because I remember, because this was the crazy part about it. The Clippers drafted them, right? So then... You know, all of that happened and, um, you know, when that's happening, like the way we did it because they knew that D-Miles was going to be one of the earliest picks. So my agent, Jeff, he's sitting with, you know, he's sitting with him at the time when he first get picked, right? So he gets picked, they pass out all the hats and everything, everybody put on the hats and they do all of that, right? So then he moves on and they take him behind the scenes. You know, you got, as soon as you get drafted, you go hit that little, that little circuit where you're taking pitches, doing interviews, calling people, blah, blah, blah. Your team call you back to all of that. So then he, as he does that, Jeff gets up and comes to sit with me now because now I'm going to be, his guy is taking next. Now the whole time when he comes over, Jeff had on the Clippers hat. When he, sat, when he sat out, he took the hat off and just set it on the table, right? So now the Clippers hat is sitting on the table. <laughs> so we sitting there, bro. Now mind you, you got to understand, in my mind, right? Even though they saying all of this middle ground, it's that like, bro, I felt I had did what I, I had done what I'd done in college over the two years. I averaged nineteen and ten both years. Now the second Bro. year didn't look the same. The second year didn't look the same as the first year because clearly I was national freshman of the year. I was conference player. I won all these awards. like they. It was like okay, we they know like yeah. this boy crazy right here, right? So now they're not about to do the same thing. It's not about the you know what I'm saying. I'm about to play against doubles and triples and all this stuff. So, in reality, I should have left, but whatever. So. When I get to the, even before that, after after I declare and I go to the workouts, I'm seeing these people. I'm I'm doing what I'm doing what I do. Yeah, yeah So yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah. cool. I'm like cool. I feel good out there working. I'm calling Jeff like man, yeah. I, and I'm like man, <laughs> they, they know now. Like you know what I'm saying. Then it's like when we get to the draft, bro, draft day, you hear name after name getting called. So for me, where were your where
3: was your expectation at the highest you could have
5: gone? Man, I'm thinking. I thought for sure the Celtics was gonna take me at one of them pits. They had.
3: I can't remember exactly what picks they had
5: in that draft, but they had, like, I want to say it was almost like back-to-back picks, so they had mo- They had some two picks. It was like three different teams I felt I could go to, but I thought for sure, my thing was I was set on being a lottery pick, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That was something yeah. for me, like, like, first round was a for sure for me, that wasn't a, Fact. you know what I'm saying? To me, I, I knew I had earned it, I knew I was for sure that, that wasn't a question. I knew that I deserved really top 10. That was what, that was where I felt I belonged.
3: Who are the other like small forwards in your competition? You remember? Man, it was
5: a lot of guys. You had Mike Miller, you had DeMar Johnson, you had yes. DeMar Johnson, you had Desmond Mason, you had Ooh. Morris Peterson, you had Hito Turkey Blue.
3: Oh, you
5: had, uh yeah. Mo Pete is probably the only one who didn't get taken before me. Everybody else got taken before me. And so you sitting here looking, bro, like Courtney Alexander got taken. I'm sitting here yep. looking like, bro, all of these names. And I'm talking about some of these dudes I done literally got the lace up with. Other dudes I saw in conference play in other places and this, I'm just sitting here like, so you know the competitor in <laughs> Chicago Q with me is sitting there. I got the camcorder, but it's bubbling. But then it was weird because I had to do a balancing act because mm. while I was getting steamed and I was becoming like angry, right? like. When I look around my table, bro, my sister was starting to cry. My pops was uneasy. Like, what's going on, man? Like, why they ain't like, who he looking at like, he's starting like, like, my pops don't yeah. really know who's basketball. He yeah, like, yeah, he yeah. just like, yeah, 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 yeah. why they ain't calling my son yet? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's what Super he more on. So now they concerned, they know me. They know me. So now I gotta yeah. keep, like, I had to keep <laughs> a, a happy face on. And I'm playing, I'm I'm playing a role, but I'm I'm over here pissed. So as yeah, the picks yeah. keep going, picks keep going. So then when they got like the like, I'm to say when they got like the 16 or something, when they when they finally, like when my agent got the call, he's like, all right, they're about to, yeah. This, and then, you know, the cameras come and circle the table. To. So now it's like, it's like, you know what I'm saying? I was playing. Hold on, so the camera, before you get picked, the cameras are already there. They come circle the table like literally right before you get picked. And like they come in the area and you kind of like, oh, okay, like, okay, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) So when we both declared for the draft, right? D Miles moved to Chicago. We got an apartment downtown. We worked out the
3: entire pre draft living together. Wait, wait, wait. You and D Miles stayed together for the draft also? We
5: lived together before the entire pre draft. We moved to Chicago, got an apartment in the city downtown. We worked out three, two times a day. We had Tim Grove as a trainer, and we had Chip England. Chip England was the famous shooting coach that was, I think, I don't know, I think he's in OKC now, but he was with okay. the Spurs forever. Okay. Uh he helped out with uh he rebuilt Battier and um Grand Hills shots and then, you know, he world renowned So We yeah, yeah, were yeah. him for shooting and then TG. So whole whole time, you know, sometimes we would fly to, so we had a couple workouts together, but you know, like he would go, I would go, we would come back, talk about what's going on. And we would all be like, man, I had to be crazy. Even though it wasn't really realistic, like, but it, we always said, It'd be crazy. We get to play for the same team, we get drafted by the same crazy. team. But we was like, the way it was set up, he knew he was top five, I wanted to be top 10. It didn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, so I'm yeah, like, it yeah, yeah. ain't even yeah, realistic. Yeah. So, but like, <laughs> when that happened, bro, like when I got, you know what I'm saying? That was like the biggest, Relief, right there. Like first they call your name, then it's like, okay, cool. Like I'm over here with Black, and then earlier in that draft, they had picked, They had the Clippers had three picks. So D was the first pick. The tenth pick, they picked Keon Dooling. I know e- KD since I'm 13 years old. We met R- playing R- AU, and we didn't been the Adidas camp. We didn't play against each other AU. Our team senior year, we played each other in the Coca Cola Shootout and um in St. Louis on the national stage, ranked high schools playing. Like we know each other from that standpoint. Then. Before we went to college, me and Keon made we played on the gold medal USA team the Bayheim Coast. Me, Keon, Michael Wright, Bobby Simpson. So I know KD. Wow. I'm like, cool. Like I'm about to walk into my rookie year with two dudes that I really know. And this was the kicker, though. I already got Keon and D. Miles, right? Yes. Swear to you, as I'm as I'm making my way from the table where they call your name, you put on the hat, you hugging your family and five and all that about. From me making it from the table to the walkway as I'm walking the ramp to get up to the stage to shake David Stern's hand, they're announcing a trade. The trade is we trade, the, the Clippers trade, who did they trade? I forget who the Clippers traded, but they got back Derek Strong and Corey Maggetti from Orlando. Yo. And I say, yo, yo. I'm like, I'm up there. I say, this is crazy. I'm like, so now in my mind, I'm like, I got D-Miles, Corey, who I've known, I've known Corey McGettys from six, since sixth grade. First wow. game we we'll ever played each other was church league. Sixth grade, I played against Corey, and we. Hey, was he was he buffing in sixth grade? Six four already chiseled. Sixth grade, <laughs> sixth grade already chiseled. Already on his way to being Corey yeah, Super Freak yeah. Spawn Fifty Maggetti, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, when yeah,
1: yeah. Maggetti climbs up and snares it, and quickly brings it into the front court right through the lane, explosive.
5: And so for me, it was like it was like that was crazy. So as soon as we get like, after I thought I lead the stage and do I do the shaking hand, do the quick interview, and I'm just like it's spinning when I get in the back to do the whole circuit. The first pe- person I see is D-Miles. He running up like, gee, it's about to be on. We <laughs> like, we shaking up. We like, it's crazy, like we out of here. And it's like, that was the only, that that saved the whole night for me. That made, cause yeah, like, yeah, cause yeah, all yeah. of that together, it was like, I can't lose. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I know people like D-Steve, he was getting drafted to, to the Jazz and he only yeah. only draftee and he still, Malone and Stockton was still there. <laughs> Dudes like that old, like it was like, bruh, you could have got sent to a way different situation. Like whatever you about to go through and experience, you about to do it with some dudes that's down with you. And they all experiencing y'all about to experience it together for the first time. So I had comfort in that. Like, man, I got I got my partners. Then it was like even what was there, like, L.O. was a young dude who yeah. I had met L.O. at Adidas camp before. I didn't know him, but like, he was he was the same age as me. Yes. Literally 20 years old. And so he's another young dude that's all, we all starting this out, so I felt confident in that. Now the difference was like, we was the only team ever like that at this point, that was, that had the, the core ever. five, six dudes that was like all under 20, and then, 21, like, you know I'm saying? We had an 18-year-old, four 20-year-olds, and a 21-year-old, and that was like Eldon Brand, Lamar Odom, Corey McGetty, me, Darius Miles, and Keon Doolin, and it was like, you look around the NBA, that happened nowhere.
3: And for those who don't know, now it's common in the NBA. You could be a lot of people. You could be a top five pick back then and not play. You could be a top five yeah. pick, come off the bench, not yeah. play, develop. Those OGs Truly. ran the NBA. It's a whole different NBA now, so like you said... We, uh, no, seriously, we've never seen anything like that at that time. Yeah,
5: yeah, that's what was crazy. I mean, do you think about it, like, Jeff Weltman, right? He's the general, he he's the president and everything here in Orlando right now. He was our, like, assistant general manager that drafted us in that team, right? And, I you know, I worked for the manager. I was talking to him one day. This was about two years ago when he first kind of got to Orlando. And he was like, what was so crazy about our Clippers teams is that you just said it. The whole core unit, everybody was on their first or second year in a rookie contract. We could have like crazy. like if you being technical, <laughs> we could have, we could have had Shaq and Kobe at max. And oh my God. Like gosh. now they wouldn't have came to the clip, but like we could have went and got any other superstars and offered them the match. Like they, yeah. that's why nobody wanted to go to the clip because they didn't pay anybody. Yeah. It, was, it was a laughable thought to even poach that idea to go get a
3: max player to go with these young guys.
5: Yeah, Like no, no, never, no chance.
3: Let, let, let me break down what, what this things where I know we can support you, any foundation team. We, we, for one, Knuckleheads podcast. Shout out to Knucklehead. We know that. Uh, NBA Hooper Vision. Shout out to NBA Hooper Vision. Uh, new era, the stuff you're doing with new era. Uh, li- listen, uh, Clipper Vision, okay? The team where it started. Come back and do a Clipper Vision on top of Hooper Vision with the NBA. You can do a Clipper Vision with the Clippers. Um, where else, man? Where can the people find you? Where can the people support you, man? Get, get, give us that rundown, man.
5: Broadcast, part of the broadcast team with the magic man, Dante Marcatelli, my main man, setting me up, throwing lives all day, making my job as easy as possible. So, you know, it, I'm just having fun, man, to be real with you. I mean, like I tell you all the time, Ryan, on the pod, we get to be kids at a candy store, interviewing the guys that we either idolized when we grew up or, to, you know, idolized when we played and now idolizing while we not playing and watching these guys now. So, for me, man, it's just like, it's, it's it's literally doing something that we would do regardless. You know what I'm saying? Like when we sit and we hanging out, we watch every game, we watch league pass every night. i call D or call, you can call anybody, Corey or one of my teammates, like you, you watching games if you're not calling games. Like we really, Love basketball, so you know what I'm saying. Like it don't matter whether it's WNBA, whether it's women's college, whether it's men's college, whether it's NBA, whether it's G League, whether it was the Big Three, whether it's whatever. Like when they play the 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 overseas games with the with the uh, Wimbenaya kid, I'm watching that. I just love to watch basketball. Like when my boy D Wright when he played in China, I was watching his links and doing that in the C games. Like you know what I'm saying. Like I, I'm a I'm, I love hoop, bro. So. To be able to have a job that, that's all based on watching and enjoying basketball and then giving my thoughts or my takes on it and, and stuff like that, because I played the game and played it you know, at the highest level. So it's it's just like it's 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 a kid at a candy store, man. Can't believe like you couldn't have told me at at, at 12 years old, like in my letter to my younger self, I could have never told myself that like, Ooh. yo, after you hoop, you're gonna be. <clears throat> You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Being paid to talk about basketball and really like to kick it. And like, you know what I'm saying? You're going to have a podcast with your best friend since 6th, 7th, 8th grade. Then you're going to be able to do uh, a show with on the NBA on the NBA league pass platform with, with your bros D Wright and Nate Rob who really yes. like your bros you like these your little bros in the league and you get to do this with them and all of these different things I get to be on Clipper Vision with Corey Maggette who I knew since sixth grade or Catino who we won a championship with in yep. the Big Three so it's just like all of these things it's like things could be a lot harder, bro. And I'm I'm super, super grateful and appreciative for, for what I have going on. And then not to mention half the bulk of everything I do is right here at the crib, right here. <laughs> like like, here. like I get to walk out the door and then my kids right there, I ain't taking time away from them and being gone and traveling. And so it's just, man, for me, I'm just, it's, it's a huge blessing and I'm extremely appreciative and thankful for it, bro. Dead serious.
3: Well, my brother, it was a blessing having you on the show. We appreciate you, man. You dropped some serious gems today. We'll have to do it again soon, man. And I I appreciate your breakdown, man. And, like, those listening, go check out what Q is doing. Appreciate you, bro. You already know it, bro. Appreciate you. Triple H in the building. Wow, I have to thank you guys for listening to NBA Rookie Life with Ryan Hollins. I could not, I'm going to repeat it, I could not do this without you. Do not forget to rate, review, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.